Are you someone with a dream, passion, and desire to become an entrepreneur? Hi, I'm Corey Mosley, and I'm on a mission to provide education and empowerment to aspiring entrepreneurs. If that's you, you're invited to join me every week as I talk with everyday entrepreneurs committed to beating the odds and building their businesses. Welcome to the Fearless Entrepreneurship Podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome to another edition of the Fearless Entrepreneurship Podcast. Yes, this is the place where everyone tunes in to hear from other entrepreneurs who are making it happen in their business every day. Today is no different. I've got another amazing guest, someone that I do know personally, someone that is a true game changer in the marketplace. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about Rudy T, affectionately known in the social media world as El Patron. Yes, that's boss for many of you out there that don't know the Spanish. He is a true boss and a game changer in the automotive space. He's an automotive force who's the managing partner at Brooklyn Mitsubishi, which is one of the fastest growing dealerships in the country. And... I should mention also, he's got over 350,000 followers on Instagram alone. He is certainly an example and a true example of what's possible when you commit to success. El Patron, thanks for joining the show today. Thanks for having me. We live, kid. So one of the things that we're talking about, especially today, is everyone believes that, you know, the only path to entrepreneurship is, hey, you got to go it alone. You got to start your own deal. And one of the ways that I've watched you get meteoric to a certain extent, in your brand and in in the business that you're running is through the use of partnerships and saying, hey, you know what? I don't need to go this alone. There's some people out there that have capital. There's some people out there that like when I make them a lot of money and and you know what? We're going to split this pie up together. So I really want to talk about not only building a brand, but I want to talk about how you can be under the umbrella of an organization and still blow it up and meet your financial goals and have plenty of cash to take care of your family and have the lifestyle you want because you've really perfected that. So what, what are your thoughts? I mean, it's, it's, I believe that it has a lot to do with the vision, you know, and, and when you come together with people, um, especially owners and GMs and, you know, partners that believe in the same vision, um, I think that, you know, when that comes together and you're in sync with that person and they truly believe in your dreams, just like you believe in theirs, numbers mm. just move, man. That's just financially, but just people in, play, in general. And, you know, there's this big thing, right? Oh, you know, and again, my friends say these things too. So they're friends, they're colleagues of mine. I don't necessarily disagree, but I do hold a little issue. There is this saying, right? Well, you better build, you know, if you don't build your dream, somebody else is going to hire you to build theirs. And I think you kind of actually defy that thought process. Again, going back to finding people who are saying, you know what? this pie could be much bigger. You know, I'd rather be splitting up hundreds of millions of dollars than trying to hold on. I'd rather split eight figures and nine figures than try to hold on to seven figures. Agree. And let's say let's split it together. Right. And it's correct. Yeah. Correct. Makes a lot more sense. So, for people that don't know you, and, and majority of my audience is going to be new to you here, but especially people who aren't in the auto industry and things of that nature. But, you know, we know you're well-known in New York because your billboards are all over the place right now and, and, <laughs> and your brand's blowing up. So you would fall in your category of a charismatic person, right? You would follow, we would call that swag. We would call it yeah. everything that, that you have to have, right? Did you create that persona or did you unleash it? I think I had it in me. I just unleash it, man. (laughs) 
because there's a lot of people out there who are like, hey, you know, I really I want to get my product out there. I want to start my business. But, uh, you know, I, I don't really want to get on social media or I'm nervous when I get on the camera. And how, how did you deal with some of that? Because now you're pretty much on 24 hours a day from from the gym. I mean, everyone knows how you how you get down in the gym. Uh, your kids. I mean, I can tell you everything, you know, yeah. your breakfast, your breakfast meals. I mean, yeah. you're kind of locked into it. How did you get? over the was it natural for you number one no and how did you get over the hump talk to us about that it was not natural it was actually one of my biggest fears to be on camera which is why right. i didn't do you know facebook lives and stuff like that um, right but you know i did go to a conference you know a year ago a little over a year ago and uh something just clicked man like i gotta do this you know and i'm gonna go all out and no holdbacks, regardless of what happens, even if it's negative, I'm going to do it. But I knew that the energy was just there, and I put massive action behind it. So how did you make the decision to – so you went to a conference, so that was your aha moment. You, you yep. heard something, you saw something. That was my epiphany <laughs> moment, you know. That was, that was your epiphany. Yep. And, and where did you start? I went home. I sat down with the wife, and I said, listen – I feel that I got to do this social media thing. And, you know, she explained and she's like, what do you mean? And I said, everybody. I said, I'm going to just go along with it. Did I know what I was doing? Absolutely not. I'm not going to lie. I went along, you know, a couple of hiccups and, uh, but I kept just, just trying. And then, you know, I commit to do a Facebook live once a week. You know, I want to do that at least. And I think we do it twice a day now. Gotcha. <laughs> so you took the baby steps. Now, when you talk about missteps, what do you think are some of the common mistakes that people do make when they try to build their personal brand and try to brand themselves online? Um, they get discouraged a lot, you know, because there's no, there's no support system, meaning like there's no people that say, hey, keep it up, doing a good job, you know, or just right. crying. There's none of that. So you kind of get a little backlash from other people making fun of you or, you know, because social media, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy, right? You can get bullied and, and stuff like that. Sure. So I got a little discouraged and I, I think that that has a lot to do with why people don't continuously do it um, every single day like I do. So do you think that, was there a point, you know, now I just checked your Instagram numbers. You're over 350,000 on Instagram. Of course, you, you probably started like everybody else with zero, right? Yeah. And then you, you work to build it up. How did you cope through this brand building period where you would do a Facebook Live and one person saw it? You would do an Instagram post and two people liked it? Because a lot of times that creates a lot of discouragement for people that you talk, you know, mm -hmm. when you talk to them, that creates a lot of discouragement. How does someone... I had, a, I had a confidence coach on the show that will be yeah. coming up soon. And she talked about the idea that people link their self-worth with yeah. the results of social media. They say in five years, you're not going to need a resume anymore. You're just going to look at your social media. Bro, bro. Mm. Are you? You know, it's so funny because it comes to business cards. I, I'm, all, I'm often caught without business cards and I feel, and I'm super not an arrogant guy. So I feel super weird when I'm like, hey, just Google me. Like I try to politely figure out a way to say that, but I'm like, hey, you know, if you just put Corey Mosley into mm -hmm. Google, you'll get, you'll, you'll have a, you'll know how to find me. You'll know where I'm at. You'll know, you'll know all about me, you know, yeah. businesses and everything. Um, because it just seems like the easiest, but you don't want to come off, you know, I don't know. Right, 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 right. Google me, son. Like you don't want to do that. <laughs> Agree. Agree. So, so how did you kind of, you talked about not having a support system. So kind of what was that way to, to say, I need to keep going? Was that? I think the commitment that I made that I'm going to do it no matter what, right? And that's what it is, you know, 
It could be one Facebook Live. It could be 20. One of them is just going to pop and go viral. And that's okay. when it started like, okay, I got momentum here. I got to keep it up. You know, and I found like different topics to talk about and I see more engagement and, and I started learning a little bit of algorithm and that's where it took off. And did you find one social media has one social media medium has done better for you than another? Or what do you say to people who are like, hey, focus on one channel. And then there's a whole nother group of people that are like, nope, you got to be everywhere. What's your opinion on that? I went massive. I wanted to just shock the world, right? The automotive industry. And I said, I'm going to do this on all platforms. I have my favorite, of course, which is Instagram. And you see me, I'm freaking 20 stories, 30 stories a yep, day. Yep. Uh, because I, I want to track everything that I do, right? And, you know, it, it's an audience now. So you got to keep them entertained. And they're waiting. Right. That, you know what I mean? The questions and this and that. So, but I wanted to do it massively um, on LinkedIn and everywhere. And I just started putting different content out there. And the results were amazing. Where have you seen the greatest impact in the ROI? At the end of the day, you represent a car dealership, right? You're yep. running a dealership. You're trying to sell vehicles, service customers, yep. um, drive revenue for the dealership. But of course, your brand has now become synonymous you know, with that. Where are you seeing the gains? Is it simply people calling you wanting to, to buy cars? Or where is it paying off for you, you think? Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> right now, everywhere. But uh, I have different, you know, Instagram. I get a lot of clients that want to buy a car for me because, hey, this guy's cool and he's driving all these nice cars and he's posting all these cars, shipping them everywhere, right? And then I got LinkedIn. I got people that want to partner up with me and they love my energy and they just want to do business with me. That's how I found my my partner, which, you know, I became the CEO of the app and on, on, on LinkedIn. Right. Uh, I think it's just a little bit different. And then Facebook Live is kind of like to the automotive industry that they're, they're engaged in my meetings and, you know, inspiring people. You know, I get a ton of instant messages on a daily basis. Hey, you, you helped me do this. You helped me do that. Um, so I think a little bit of everything, but I love everything. You know what I'm saying? So why would you, why would you say partnership made the most sense for you versus now I know, you know, you and I know each other a few years. We've talked, obviously we talk fre frequently. I know, I know some of your numbers. I know that you could very well go out and do your own deal a hundred percent if you wanted to. So I know there's a few dollars, few dollars there in the account. If you yeah. wanted to do your own deal, why does partnership make sense for you? And what would you say to people out there that, are again fighting that battle of just trying to do it themselves versus seeing how they can enhance seeing how they can possibly partner with the company they're with already how can they how can they do more how can they still have the opportunity to build their brand because i think that you know when there's more than one is different ideas you know what i mean like i'm like good at social media i'm the front guy right but bobby's the back end guy bobby's the one that knows everything about buying cars i don't know jack about buying cars <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I know my weakness and I know my strength. So right. people just try to do it all themselves. And, and, and that's what I think they fail the most because they're afraid to ask questions and they want to figure it out on their own. It's going to be eventually maybe you will or you'll find a little niche, but you get two, three, you know, two heads better than one. You know what I'm saying? And I always know right. that. So I said, let me partner up with these guys and let's rock out together. You great at this. I'm I feel like I'm a master in marketing and I, I have a passion for it. So I love doing it every day. How would you advise somebody? Someone says, you know what? I'm working for a company right now. I like the company. I think there's a lot of value I can add. You know, I really, I don't want to step out and do my own thing unless I have to. How would you advise someone to go about pitching an employer 
to become a potential partner instead of cha and change the dynamics of an employee-employer relationship? It comes down to we're in the people business, right? People, products is products. You know, the guy down the block has the same range drawer I have, okay? What is it differently that you're doing about the guy down the block, okay? What are you going to offer this potential client, customer, online, on social media? And is it going to be the same thing when they get to the dealership? Or it's just you put it up a show, you know? So, yes, are you putting yourself out there because people want to buy from people. And right now, people just want to buy a car because of who I am, because of right. my personality, you understand? So, I think that people got to get out of the comfort zone. And listen, I went to these guys and I said, look, I'm going to become the face of the dealership, okay? And they're like, what does that mean, right? <laughs> right. I said, listen, I'm going to become the brand because... If, you, if I hire a famous person, right, to become uh, the logo, the mascot, whatever, it's going to pay right. X amount, but that person is not going to be really involved with the dealership, per se. I said, I'm going right. to my entire life uh, in there. So a lot of things that I do, it has to be positive because it affects Brooklyn Mitsubishi. You understand? That's right. why I don't have no negativity because, believe it or not, not a customers are going to buy a car but they're texting me on Instagram, my personal Instagram. And I had a meeting about that yesterday. And I said, guys, the customers are going into our website and they go into my personal Instagram and DMing me about their cars. So what does that tell you? They're paying attention to everything. You know, so right. that if you're willing to partner up with somebody and show a little bit different than what the guy down the block doing in any kind of business, you know, right now I got a finance guy that want to do it. Okay, I got an F&I that wants to do it. But are they really going to do it? We got to be massive action to do it. And I think it's right. Because nobody's doing it. So I think that's the key there, right? Massive action. So Max, yes. somebody's like, hey, you know, okay, great. I'm going to get on social media. I'm, I'm going to get my one post. I'm going to get a post a day going. I'm going to get a post a week. I'm going to do my one Facebook live. You're going to tell them that's not enough, right? No, no. Consistency is key. It's not enough because people are engaged and you're not, you're not giving them something to watch. Uh, they're going to go to the next guy. Right. You go to the next guy, bottom line. Is there such a thing as too much? So, so dude, people, people tell me that. We know when you work out. We know when you're working out. We know what your workouts are. We know your pancakes. We know how you order your eggs. Yeah. We, got, we know your kids. Yeah. We, we, you're jumping in the pool. We yeah. got all of that, right? So, yeah. is, is there too much? Like, even Gary Vaynerchuk says, hey, kids off limits. I don't, I show you only my business. I don't take my videos home. I don't take that home. Now, Grant Cardone, guys like that have a whole different philosophy. They're, they're more of your philosophy. Yep. What, what, what do you think? I listen to all those guys. I think that a lot has to do with who you are, what you believe in, right? I went in and I wanted raw. I want, this is who I am. Take me as I am. This is what right. I do in the morning, and this is what I do before I go at night. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. But you know what? It have worked for me because I guess people – see that they see themselves doing that in real life. You know what I mean? I just put it out there regardless of what it is. So if you had to boil down, because for people who don't know your story, actually, I skipped a lot of it. I want to go back for a second. Okay. We, we didn't talk about your story. Let's go Because it almost appears like, hey, boom, out of nowhere, here comes this guy. He's this big name. He's got Instagram follows all of this. If you went back to your early days, and you talk about this, so I'm not, we're not having a Barbara Walters moment here. No, no, no. You talk about this yourself, but you talk about, you know, 
how would you consider, would you use the word turn your life around or would you, what would you use if you went back to Rudy El Patron 15 years ago or, or your story? Like you shouldn't be in this position right now, should you? I think that I worked really hard for the 15 years that I've been in the automotive industry. And I think that this is the one year that I say, no regrets, right? But that I say, why didn't I do this 10 years ago? Mm. You know? Why didn't I think of this a long time ago? I'd probably be able to retire by now. You know? So, right, right, right. Um, it took a lot of hard work to get to where we are, but times are changing, right? Times yeah. are changing, and people need to pretty much go with the time, change with the time, because if you want to be an old car guy and you stick to the 1980s and this and that, that's fine. You'll have some customers, right? But we're in a millennial world, man. We're in an ex-gen coming in and these guys are different, man. Right. They're very different. They want it yesterday. And if you text someone instant messenger, you better text them back on instant messenger, man. They don't want no emails. But right. I think that the industry and, you know, pretty much the world is moving that way. And if you're not, you're going to be left behind in any kind of business you're in. Now, you would say, though, you've had a serious mindset shift. I mean, your success, though, comes from the application of, of several things like mindset, like discipline. That's changed over what it used to be. I mean, I've seen pictures. I know you used to be a bigger guy. Now you're a smaller guy. Like that discipline to no days off, that kind of language, that's a discipline that you're applying to all areas of, of your life. Not just You're not just great at making this dealership successful and, and, and branding. You've really become great as a person. Would you say? Yes, because I, mean, I don't want to feed your ego, but no, I mean, no, I'm just, no, no. <laughs> it, 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 it's good that you touch on that because there's right. I was always successful making money, right? But I wasn't successful at my weight. I wasn't successful at my relationship. I was. It wasn't always like that. So mm. I know that there's a glitch there, and it doesn't add up. Everything has to be congruent, you know. So if you're successful, that means you have the potential to be successful to discipline yourself to go to the gym. So. I knew those things had to change, you know, not just financially, but everything else along with it. And I just started focusing on, okay, if I'm successful making money, I got to be successful at working out. You know what I mean? I was 174 in high school once, so I just got carried away, you know? Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think that had a lot to do with it as well. Okay. Understood. If you had to define or call out some of the El Patron keys to success mm -hmm. what would be on that list massive action for sure okay massive action got it okay. block the naysayers forget it just block it out it doesn't matter what they say keep doing what you're doing if it's working for you working for you put yourself, okay. put yourself first number one the number one person that you put yourself it's obviously God but first is you right no matter what at all costs so make El Patron happy, whatever it takes. Okay? And uh, love yourself, man. People don't love themselves. They really don't. Wake up. That's very powerful. Yeah. People don't love themselves. I like this. I, I look in the mirror, man. And I said, you're going to kill it today, man. Like that mindset just comes out. My wife's like, you're freaking crazy. Get out of here. Right? <laughs> it, it works. Even she rubs in her. You know what I'm saying? The kids are engaged. The kids are more engaged in my videos than anybody right. They critique it, and I love it because I'm showing them that side, man. And, you know, I didn't know how to connect with my kids. And now mm. the 
connected to my videos and they know who I am and I had them on my conference and they're so proud of their dad because they see what the vision is. And can you imagine if me and you did that at eight years old and we knew right. at 10 years old that you can be whoever you want to be because right. I showed it to them. So it's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. I think that's awesome. So El Patron's key to success we got, folks. Number one, massive action. Number two, block the naysayers. Number three, put yourself first. And number four, love yourself. That's super, super powerful. See, we didn't think we were going to get this sentimental moment from this game-changing car guy today, did we? You almost had me tear in there, bud. He's strong. He's strong. He's emotional there, Mike. Now, listen, I'm going to bring it back to humor here for a minute. So for our Fearless Entrepreneurship Society members, you'll get to see the video of this. For everyone else, you're getting the podcast version. But I have to ask, I'm trying to, you know, I like to keep my white watch game tight also. Yep, yep, I'm trying yep. to, is that is that Paddock or Audemars on the arm right now? <laughs> I, I couldn't. That's a Patek Philippe, yeah. Yeah, okay. Thank you very much. All right. I knew I knew, I knew that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a, that, Patek was my first guest there. Um, <laughs> I had the Audemars as a backup because of the square. The watch game is supreme. So listen, you have to enjoy, right? There's all these schools of thought. People tell you, great. Go out and create wealth, but don't spend any of it. Then there's, you know, it's like you're not allowed to, you know, it's, it's, you're too flashy if you actually want to have nice things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just all the schools of thought. Now, I will tell you, for those of you that don't know, Patron, there's no shortage of, uh, there's no shortage of luxury items uh, uh, going on there. But that's a celebration of success. Do you, do you not agree with that? I agree with it, but I live my life, man, one day at a time, you know? Tomorrow's not promised, Corey. And I told you, sure. you got to make your own money. You ain't taking daddy's money. So <laughs> I'm going to live my life to the fullest, man. So I'm going to give the best of the best because I earned it. I worked really hard to get where I am. So you know what? If I want to drive that nice car, I'm not going to ask permission to anybody, man. I asked the wife. You know, she's like, yeah, we can afford it. Go ahead. You know, it's like right. around the corner. I'm trying to buy a toy. It's just what it is, you know, and I work hard for it. So why should I live that way? You know, I listen to all these guys. You got to, you got to make money to to spend money to make money. Right. And this this year has been, I mean, blessed beyond blessings. So I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to keep going. You know, 10 X is the, the, it's the new thing, right. For 2019. And I got the second franchise coming around the corner. So let me ask you this. What would you consider thus far on your journey to be one of your craziest, you know, entrepreneurship kind of moments? I think that we're going to, I'm going to put NADA last year when I saw it last year. So for people that don't know NADA, let me just qualify that because mm-hmm. uh, industry people always use industry terms, no matter what industry they're in. So yeah, yeah. NADA is talking about the National Auto Dealers Association, which is the biggest conference for auto dealers in the country that's held yearly. So go ahead, NADA. So NADA, we went viral. You know, we got to interview the CEO of Cars.com, Alex, which I, you know, I emailed back and forth during the week. So, you know, that was like an aha moment. That was like, wow, you're interviewing the CEO of a multi-million dollar company. This public guy, company. Public company. This guy. Billion dollar valuation. You, know who you were a year ago, and now he's like expecting you, right? I want to right. sit it with me so that, that was pretty cool and uh at that point i knew it was just going to keep going up and up you know what i mean awesome awesome man that's such great information 
All right, I want to talk, I'm going to switch gears here. I want to talk about, I'm going to bring you over to our entrepreneurship rapid fire section. So this is a series of questions I'm going to ask you. I want what just pops in your head uh, where people can get the feel on how Patron thinks, how he runs his business. All right, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, here we go. PC or Mac? Mac. Awesome. What's your favorite credit card right now to whether run the business or, you know, what, as they say, what's in your wallet right now? <laughs> call it black card okay excuse, all right excuse me okay <laughs> i think you're my first black card holder uh, on the show there i love it well when you spend over a quarter million dollars in advertising they kind of give it to you he's uh, i love this he's literally pulling out <laughs> he literally put out his black card for our, for our video audience no Look, listen we're gonna go viral i like to <laughs> i like to i like to see it <laughs> so we can all get aspirational while, while he's pulling that out, I'm going to ask you the next question. Physical planner or digital planner? Digital. Hell no. Digital? digital? Yeah. What's, your, what's the favorite software right now to manage your business? CRM. Your CRM. Okay. Got it. Yep. Are you a Starbucks, Dunkin', or other kind of guy? All the above. All the above. All right. Anything that's got caffeine in it, you're in? Huh? Uh, there it is. Okay, I like it. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> he's officially he's officially showing us the black card. I'll have to see if we can freeze frame that later and get those digits. <laughs> when it comes to thanking people, thank you card or thank you email? I think thank you card is more personal. Okay. When it comes to learning, hardcover book, tablet, or audiobook? Audiobook. Audiobook. What would you say is your next big goal? $10 million. To get to $10 million? Yeah. In personal income? Yeah. All right. I, I got to qualify that for the audience. You're like, I everybody will. should know what you mean. I'm going to get there. Okay. And I saw you wrote yourself that check. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I see it every day. It's right here. I see it every day. Listen, that's a testament to goal setting. That's your vision board, right? That's your version of the vision board. All right, final, final question. One day with any mentor who's still living... Someone not in your circle right now, one day with any living mentor, who would that person be? Tony Robbins. Tony Robinson. You know, I, I would say Tony Robbins. I get more Tony Robbins than anybody of our episodes. And what is it? What would you do? How would you spend that day with Tony? Uh, basically, to thank him for everything that he's done in my life, changing mm. my mentality, mm. um, you know, about his life when he was driving that VW, and just basically believe it in the vision and Believing in yourself, making you sometimes you have to believe in, you have to hear it from other people to believe it, right? And right. Yeah, just chill out with him. That'd be cool. Putting a lot of social media posts with him. That's, <laughs> that's, that's definitely powerful stuff. All right, final segment today, right? Entrepreneurship trivia. All right, I'm going to ask you a multiple choice question. So you got three, three options. You got a third, you got 33% chance of winning this deal, okay? I So if you get it right, I'm donating $25 to the charity of your choice, okay? Oh. Are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Who said this quote? Don't be distracted by criticism. Remember, the only taste of success some people get is to take a bite out of you. Here are your options. A, Zig Ziglar. B, Jim Rohn. C, Tony Robbins. A. I can read it one more time if you want to be sure, but is A your final answer? Yes. 
Man, A is correct. Zig Ziglar. Did you know that? Did you really know that or did you guess? I posted that like two years ago. Oh, you did? <laughs> oh, I had to pick some. Well, we're going to scratch that. I'm going to go to something harder now. Okay, I'll give you. All right, all right we can. <laughs> I'm going I'm to give you credit. All right, excellent. Well, $25 will go to charity of your choice. Who would you like to uh, see that $25 go to? Uh, Cancer Society. American Cancer Society? Yes, sir. All right, you got it. Listen, man, I'm so excited, super excited that you were able to take the time to, to uh, do the show. How can people uh, hit you up, start following you on social media? Give, me your, give them your info right now. Elpatronshow.com uh, is my personal website. Uh, it's also my YouTube channel. I have a lot of content in there. Or just El Patron across the board on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. We're there. We almost maxed out on LinkedIn. So Wow, that's awesome, man. Listen, I appreciate you joining the show today. I appreciate you having me. Love it. Anytime. Thank you, Gordon. You're welcome. <laughs> And this concludes another edition of the Fearless Entrepreneurship Podcast. If you're looking for more information on some of the things we're doing to help entrepreneurs, head over to the all-new CoreyMosley.com. As always, I'm going to leave you with this. Keep the mind sharp, the vision clear, the resolve strong, and you will make it. I'm Corey Mosley, and this has been another edition of the Fearless Entrepreneurship Society Podcast. I'll see you next week. Are you still there? I just want to say thank you again for listening to this podcast. Our podcast is distributed to several different sources like iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud, plus, of course, our own website. And it would mean so much to me if you liked the show to leave a review. It, of course, helps to build our popularity, but it also helps us come up in search engines so we can reach as many entrepreneurs as possible. So can I count on you to leave a review? I know I can. Thanks again, and I look forward to sharing with you next week.